Welcome to the Self-Care 101 podcast with your host, straight-talking life and business coach, Pooja McClymon. Thank you so much for listening today. Hello, it's season three, episode 105. You know, one of the most popular blog posts that I have on my website is about how to stay positive when you're feeling fed up. If I tell you the amount of search terms that people have used in order to get to that article, it's insane. And since I published it, I don't know, about three or four months ago, it has been the most popular blog post and like thousands of hits to it. That's insane. It makes me really sad. You know, I don't even look at it as a positive thing because what people are searching for is that they are feeling really fed up. They're fed up of life, they're fed up of work, they're fed up of anything. And it obviously makes me very sad, but it also makes me think that we need to do more in that space. Now, that particular blog post is about how to be positive when you're feeling fed up. And the fact that they've clicked it makes me think that more positivity needs to be shared. So that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to talk about creating more positivity, especially in a world that just feels so, so negative. A lot of this is about you and creating a smaller version of your life so that you don't feel so affected by external things that are happening around you. There's so much you can do for yourself and I hope that today's show really helps you with reframing your mindset so that it is more positive. And my lovely listener, if you love the Self Care 101 podcast, please can you review it on Apple or Spotify. It really helps the show get discovered by other people and it lets me know that the show is helping you too. So let's get to it. I'm going to get straight into it today. I've marked out a couple of really great positivity exercises that you can do, tools that you can use, resources. So I want this to be a really practical show. You probably need your notepad or listen to it again. But I'm going to give you quite a few tips and some, you know, some context around each one. So one of the first things that I want to talk to you about is having the ability to see positive events through a negative situation. So when our brains process negative and positive events, it actually processes them in different ways. And it's been studied loads of times. And basically what what the studies have shown is that negative experiences are processed more thoroughly than positive experiences. So we'll feel the impact of like a setback or something much more strongly then we feel the effect of positive progress. So you know this, we might have 10 things go really well for us, but one of them didn't go so well. And that's the one that we focus on. But it isn't bad news, right? It's not all bad news. Because <laughs> if you can think about five good events, they can outweigh the effects of one bad event. So when you start to look at different events, you can start to see really brilliant things everywhere around you. Couple of words of warning. First one is don't beat yourself up, okay? You don't beat yourself up for seeing problems. It's okay. It's oh, it's there is just so much surrounding our everyday through external experiences, through media, through what someone else says, or through getting up late, stubbing your toe, things like that, that make us feel 
upset or puts us in a kind of negative headspace. So don't feel like it's all on you. It's, there's a lot going on. Don't feel, don't beat yourself up for taking criticism and certainly don't take bad experiences to heart. And most importantly, just remind yourself to look for and enjoy all the many wonderful things that happen all the time, every single day. Let's get into some science here, right? Get to know your chemicals. Now, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you'll have heard me talk about dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, endorphins. Let's get into a little bit more detail about what they all are so that you can start recognizing them and identifying them and then giving yourself what you need at any given moment when you're feeling negative thoughts. So the four main neurochemicals are dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and endorphins. They, when they're released, our brains feel happy and we can actually deliberately trigger them, all right, so that we can feel good. So with dopamine, dopamine motivates us to act, right? It's what drives us to fulfill our desires and it gives us a surge of pleasure when we achieve them right? Always having a goal or goals you're working towards. That's what's going to keep your dopamine levels topped up. That's why people love, you know, going training and stuff like that. Serotonin flows when we feel significant, right? We feel special. We feel important, you know, loved by someone, etc. Now, what many antidepressants do is they focus on increasing serotonin production, right? Which helps us to produce more of it and then that lessens the the negative feelings that we experience. You could reflect on past achievements and happiness and what you have to be grateful for. So that's what's going to promote serotonin, gratitude. And it will really, really encourage the brain to release much more serotonin. Oxytocin creates a feeling of trust and intimacy, and it's essential for creating strong emotional bonds. So mothers release it in childbirth and breastfeeding, and but men and women release it during orgasm to get more your more of your sex on. <laughs> Oxytocin also flows when we give or receive a hug or a gift. I love gifting people and I love hugging people. I haven't been to my exercise class for a couple of weeks and I went in and literally my arms just opened wide at one of the girls who goes to the sessions and I hugged her hello and I was like I don't know what compelled me to hug you today. She's like no I love a hug and we were both like high as a kite from it. It's gorgeous. And then endorphins. Well, endorphins reduce our perception of stress and pain, right? And they're the chemicals that give us kind of like second wind, or sometimes it can be called runner's wind, runner's high, runner's wind, (laughs) runner's high. And it's probably the easiest way to produce endorphins through basically laughing or exercising. So for some of my earlier podcast episodes, I might have told you to watch a comedy when you're feeling low, like really just put it on and find something funny because it helps to produce endorphins because it really, really works. It really does. Very clever. I think one of the important points of getting yourself to feel less fed up and more positive is understanding the difference between facts and fiction. I do this a lot with my clients. They will make assumptions of a situation because either it's always happened that way or they just feel like that's that's the natural outcome is going to be something negative. 
But I always ask them, you know, like, well, what's the worst that can happen? And if you ask the question, it could be a yes or a no or a maybe. And then what are you going to do if it's a yes? And what are you going to do if it's a no? What are you going to do if it's a maybe? What's the outcome that you actually want? So rather than predicting the story or predicting the outcome of a situation, we have to actually look at the facts. So I don't know, let's let's think of an example that could work in a work situation. So you want to leave early on Friday because it's your grandma's 86th birthday, but your boss doesn't like you leaving early. Now you only want to leave half an hour early and you in your mind put so much stress on yourself. Oh my God, I've got to finish all my work. And if I finish all my work, then I can send the email, then I request it. But you know, they'll probably say no. And then if they do say no, then I'm not going to be able to get there on time. And that's going to really upset me. And I just want to be there. And I want and you go through this and you've convinced yourself that they're going to say no. But if you start the Monday by asking them, would it be okay if I leave half an hour early on Friday. It's my grandma's 86th birthday and I'd like to get there on time for the surprise. Chances are they're going to say yes. There might be a caveat with their yes. It might be a case of make sure you get your work done and yes, you can go. But the chances are actually higher than you might think, even if your manager is horrible. And then if your manager is horrible and they, the likelihood is that they're going to say no, well, you know that already. So go in and ask the question and get the facts because without the facts, you are just creating stories and those stories will make you feel worse. They won't let you take chances. And, you know, let's not do that. Let's focus on creating positivity and joy around us. Another thing to mention though, when it comes to sort of like thinking about facts and fiction is that you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are separate to you. So you can actually change them. But again, you've got to choose to change them. You've got to want to change them. I know something that really helps me when I am really low, I go to familiar places, places of comfort. And something I like to do is, and you know, feel free to steal this one for yourself. But when I was in my... Oh, I don't know, late teens, I think, Friends was being aired. So I was watching Friends for the first time and I really enjoyed watching it, you know, just, just, it was just nice, easy TV. And when I watch Friends now, I get those same feelings and I almost save the whole like series for when I'm going through a rough time. Like if I feel really low or if I'm having a number of days of, you know, feeling quite blue, I'll put on friends because what it does is it kind of takes me back to the feelings of being in my teens, being more carefree, less responsibilities. And that's a nice place to be because right now I'm full of responsibilities. I'm thinking about retirement. I'm thinking about pensions. I'm thinking about how to provide for my son. I'm thinking about how to service my clients. I'm constantly doing and thinking so when I watch Friends, I get respite from all of that stress and negativity that can be evoked so easily. So I highly recommend if there is any sort of TV show that brings you joy, some comedy really helps, that makes you feel comfortable in a place where you felt good, where you used to feel good, a TV show can be really helpful in reframing any negative thoughts that you're having. And then if you watch a couple of episodes, you'll probably find yourself feeling a little bit lighter and able to address the negative thought 
with more calm and more of a positive attitude, more of a, I mean, you know, if you've listened to me before, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of positive and negative. I just find it too absolute. But for the sake of argument for now, a positive thought can be something that makes you feel good, whereas a negative thought doesn't make you feel good. So if you choose that you want to feel good, you're more likely to look at that negative thought to explore it and be reflective about it so that you can turn it into something that ends up being positive. Something that gets my goat a lot you know, in the wellness industry is the amount of products that come to market that whenever there is an awareness day or an awareness month, you know, people are bringing in this revolutionary product that's going to stop you stressing, the app that's going to help you be more mindful, the, I don't know, (laughs) the outfit that's going to stop your anxiety. You know, I'm being ridiculous on purpose. But the wellness industry really does like, capitalize on adding stuff that we don't need. And it just obviously infuriates me. But what we need to do is actually consider going back to basics. Like, let's take our basics. Are we covering our basics? First conversation with any client is, what does your day look like? You know, tell me from the moment you wake up. And usually from the moment they wake up, when they're telling me this, they skip a bunch of steps. I'm like, no, 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 no. They say, literally, they'll say, um, I get up at about six and then I'll, you know, eat and get dressed. And then I'm at my desk for nine. And I'm like, no, no, hold on, hold on. There's a whole bunch of steps you missed there. So when you wake up at six, do you physically get out of bed at six? Oh no, I'll sit and kind of scroll Instagram. Okay. And then at what point do you get out to pee? Oh, I'll pee at this point okay and then do you brush your teeth then or do you brush your teeth after or do you shower then or do you shower after so we get granular because if we miss those steps and even if we miss them talking about them we're missing being present for them you know because when you're in the shower you can figure out how your physical body might be feeling when you're brushing your teeth you can tell yourself some affirmations when you're making your breakfast you can choose to make a really yummy porridge rather than grabbing a breakfast bar or something like that so it's really important to consider the basics are we covering the basics are you having regular meals is there a roof over your head do you get clean water from a tap do you have electricity and heating do you have friends and family cannot take the basics for granted and we've got to make sure that we are When we're in a state of perpetual negative thinking, it's really important to see if we are covering our basics. And if we are covering our basics, you're less likely to be in a negative thought spiral. So make sure that you do a basics check-in with yourself. And then if you see, oh, do you know what? I haven't eaten a proper meal in like a week you're missing out on nutrition. Nutrition powers the brain. Nutrition affects our hormones. Nutrition is really important. If you realize that you haven't been drinking any water, that's probably why you're tired. And if you're tired, you're cranky and your energy levels are low. So you're going to hate the world and be miserable. Fill yourself up with water. Do not discount the basics. I can't stress that enough. I focus my coaching practice on simplicity. The world is too complicated. We like to overcomplicate our lives. I'm all about simplicity. 
even with the work that I do. Keep it simple. I'm not talking to you in any language that nobody can understand. There is no need for using all the vocabulary in the English dictionary because that is alienating. I'm not about alienating, I'm about inclusion. I'm about being accessible. It's important that it's accessible because if you really want to make changes, you've got to understand it. It's got to make sense to you. So by breaking it down in the most simplest of ways, that's what I promote. I think a client of mine recently sent me a testimonial. And in that, she said that, you know, working with Pooja is the walking is a game changer when you work with Pooja. And I say it all the time, any new client, I'm like, when was the last time you went for a walk? How often do you walk? Because it's a simple and it's a basic that we don't do enough of. But we should. Even me, if I haven't walked, I'm not my best. I can see that. If I haven't changed my environment, if I haven't left my house in two days, I feel physically different. You know, my energy levels are just drained. I'm I'm literally just kind of like cracking my shoulders right now because I can feel how tense that feeling can be if I haven't walked, if I haven't changed my environment, if I haven't been in nature, really does have an impact. And when you add something or create the space for something so simple like a walk, and then the magnitude of the effect that it has on you, it just shows you how much more simple life can be if you embrace the basics. So please, please do not discount the basics know what they are and make sure that you are nurturing those within you to help you get from moving from negative thoughts to more positive ones. I want to share a quote with you by Walt Whitman. Happiness, not in another place, but this place, not for another hour, but for this hour. We all have this perception that happiness is a destination. I'll be happy when, uh, when I have more money, I'll be happy. When I have a boyfriend, I'll be happy. When I have children, I'll be happy. When I buy my house, I'll be happy. When I move to Spain, I'll be happy. When I get my hybrid, I'll be happy. Nope. Nope. That's not how happiness works. Happiness is a state that you choose to be in, but only if you know what that means to you. So this requires a real deep dive into your values, what's important to you. And you have to check in on your values. I talk about this all the time. You know, I do. You have to check in on your values regularly because they change as you change, as you grow, as you develop yourself your values are going to change. Right now in my life, the most important thing is that I get to spend time with the people that bring me joy and energy. That is one of my most important values. And it's not been a value of mine ever, really. Most of my values have been tied around work and money and success. So it's really nice to be in a space where I just, if I enjoy you, I'm going to spend more time with you that's it. <laughs> you know, that's my intention. That's what I want to do because I realize the importance of how much that fills me up and makes me be a better mum, makes me be a better wife, makes me be a better coach. So, you know, we have to look at our values, what's important to us and then let those values dictate happiness. So if I get to socialize with people that I enjoy, I know that I'm ticking my values cup and I know that I'm therefore happy. I know that I'm happy. That makes me happy. So I am happy. The process makes me happy. Being a coach is 
you know, to a certain extent, a dream come true. Not the coach part, because I didn't know what it was going to be, but the what I do is the dream come true. Being my own boss suits me. It's something that it, I was born to be my own boss. I enjoy the people that I meet. I enjoy my clients. I enjoy the work that I do. Like there is very little that I don't enjoy. Sometimes fighting with social media is something I don't enjoy, but that's indirect. But I love the people I meet on social media. I love the interactions I have. I love my retreats. I love my one-on-one coaching. I love doing presentations. I love, you know, I really, really enjoy it. And every day isn't rosy right? Every day isn't rosy, like in any job. No day is going to be, every day is going to be amazing. But I can say it was amazing because I got to do what I wanted to do. I got to record my podcast for you today. That's what I got to do. You know, I get to do these things. I get to go to work and service my clients and pay my bills. I get to travel for a living because I create retreats and I encourage people to come on these retreats so that they can have time for themselves, which is much needed. I get to present to companies all around the world to help them with their personal and professional development and their knowledge. I love that. Within your own work, what you need to do is look at what brings you happiness from it and focus on that happiness, okay? Because you're getting it right now. In your home life, what brings you happiness from your home life? I really like a nicely made bed. That brings me joy. It sounds simple, but it brings me joy. I don't like beds that aren't made. I feel like the house is chaotic. I don't like dishes in the sink. I feel that's chaotic. I like to know that my son has got plenty of snacks because my godchildren go through snacks. This was something that was not in the parenting books. But, you know, having a wide variety of snacks that he can access, that's important to me. It makes me happy. It makes me happy when he says, mommy, I'm hungry. And I'm like, go in the cupboard or the fridge and help yourself, you know, and then I go and see him do it. And, you know, he's this little person being independent brings me joy. Happiness happens in the present, in the moment, if you choose to. And if something doesn't make you happy, if something doesn't bring you joy that you're experiencing in the present, that means it's time for change. It's time for growth. It's time to get uncomfortable because on the other side of an uncomfortable conversation or situation is change, is positivity, is joy, is happiness. We do control what makes us happy. We control how we feel, right? How we choose to feel. This is not to negate sad feelings, negative feelings, not at all, not at all. It's also very important to embrace and acknowledge them and feel them when you need to feel them. But if you are somebody who is Googling how to be more positive when you're feeling fed up or I'm so fed up, you are actually asking yourself a different question. How do I change my life so that I can be happy? How do I change my life so that I can enjoy it? How do I change my life so I can be fulfilled? Ask yourself that question instead. There are many, many ways that you can reframe negative thinking. There's loads of books, blogs, etc. Podcasts. But the only way that it will truly change is if you choose to do the work to make those changes happen. So... Do the work, 
be reflective, be conscious, be self-aware, understand what's triggering you, understand what you can do that helps you. So like I was saying to you, I've got friends, the friends sitcom really helps me. Sometimes just if I'm just so stressed and tired and even frustrated with my son, I'll just grab him and start kissing him. You know, literally, I just start kissing him so that I can release some of the oxytocin because I know that's going to make me feel good. And it does. I calm down. Whatever's frustrating me starts to dissipate. Find your thing. Honestly, just find your thing and just do more of it. Hug people. Hugging is great. If you can hug people, just hug people. Hug a dog, a cat, a parrot, if you have a parrot. (laughs) whatever it is and that's how honestly you'll be able to be more positive with negative situations thank you for listening to the self-care 101 podcast if you enjoyed the show please please leave a rating on spotify and review over on apple Podcasts so that other people like you can find the show for more information about the work i do head over to my website poojamaclimont.com and for daily inspiration please connect with me on social media at poojamaclimont Sending love and talk to you soon.